1: On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
2: Big Ten Media Days, day number two, Lucas Oil Stadium. Man, if you don't feel this, this is spectacular. I just came off the tunnel walk feeling like a brand new man. I actually got got my luggage. Yeah, oh, you got to change clothes.
3: Oh, yeah. oh, yesterday, yeah.
2: Yeah, things are good. 402-464-5685, Sardar Heyman Text Line, Honda Lincoln Hotline. Come on in here, hang out with us, talk your talk, uh, add your comments. Uh, the video stream is up, Sardar Heyman, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and uh, Twitter Live. You can get through. Um, we'll take your questions. It's going to be an interesting afternoon. Um, the weather here is uh, fluid. <laughs> Big nasty storm. Oh yeah, this morning. Uh, yeah. I think we will be
3: alright by afternoon, hopefully. Yeah, so it,
2: there may be some conversation about folks uh being able to get in on time or at all. We're going to f- figure that out as we go. Jay Foreman the Husker Hall of Famer. Who's been uh exceptional. He was exceptional yesterday. He had a good time with this Jay. Uh You you brought the Hall of Fame yesterday. That was pretty cool.
3: <laughs> no, it was a good time. Good cool. to talk to some people and uh you know see how they operate and stuff like that um you know it's a good experience for these players and uh it's a good uh opportunity for you know the coaches to uh you know promote their program promote their players promote their staff promote their school promote their state you know and um so I'm sure it's gonna be you know more for a part for the course today and it's uh it's the- it's the official kickoff to football season i mean I think uh Northwestern and Nebraska are either practicing today or very soon because they play earlier than everybody else, so mm-hmm. they're on a different type of uh, or assume had a different type of mindset than everybody else, but uh, it's still right around the corner, and I think I talked to Tom Allen. His players get four or five days off. I think their last workout was yesterday morning, and I'm sure he came right in after that, and so they start practice uh, I think Monday, um, you know, report Sunday, so You know the days go by quicker when football is coming, and uh, you know as a player, you know them four days go real quick. So um, it is here; it's upon us. That you know, it's uh, if you're not ready by right now, there's not much you can do to get ready.
2: Yeah, it it it, that in watching the coaches who are in season mode, right? They They they, all should be right. They're locked in now.
3: Yeah, they should be all in season mode. Um, Like I said, you see Tom Allen; he walked in. you can tell when he gets on the field, you know, his excitement is there. So, he, you know, he's a he's an energy guy, authentic guy, and everybody's just moving in their own space. Um, you know, there's some players that will try to, you know, walk in with some serious swag. So it was good to see that. But then it's also just good to see, um, you know, how they move as a, as a unit. You know, I'm sure the players have been talking and wanting to do better. I mean, Brett Bielema in, in the Illinois uh, fighting Illini are just walking in. So they're you know they're trying to you know improve on last year. You they know, look a just, little
2: they look a little different, than, th- yeah. don't you think?
3: Yeah, I mean they're gonna they're, <laughs> they're gonna they're, you know this is the first year really getting in the program, and he had to really kind of make a makeshift type of roster and season, and uh, exceeded expectations or you know met him. But I think you know he's a he's a coach that knows how to operate in the Big Ten. He knows how to win in the Big Ten. Um, he thinks he can win in Illinois. Um, I think he kind of fits the Illinois brand, and then uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what he does. And um, you know, I think even last year, you, you know, he wasn't an easy out. I think the the big win for them was Nebraska. Kind of let themselves down the next week against uh, uh, Univers- University of Texas San Antonio, which is a you know good program. Uh, but then he pulled out that Penn State victory at Penn State um so you know he's found what different ways to win uh probably without the roster that he wants but he's got a pretty he's got a pretty good amount of uh decent players coming back so you know contrary you know lovey smith had a really really young roster they're starting to become more older and more mature and so i think uh brett staff is going to benefit off of that
2: uh he comes in today and he's got his crew he's got uh a defensive back Sidney Brown, he's got another uh defensive back in Jartavius Martin. And then he brought Chase uh Chase Brown.
3: Yeah, the two they're they're brothers. And uh, yeah. it seems like they've been there forever, regardless of COVID. His brother the, the the both of them are very, very good players. Uh the running back is, is legit. The safety's even more legit. Um, you know, and you know the fact that he has two defensive backs that lets you know that uh <laughs> you know, Lovey Smith. Right. Lovey Smith. And then, uh, you know, run the, You with to be able to run the ball. You're always going to assume that Brett Bielema is going to be able to have fine linemen, coach him up and to be able to have some sort of running attack that is going to be able to shorten the game. The big question is what they're going to be able to do on the outside. Um, I think their defensive line was decent last year. Um, and can they improve on that? Um, I'm sure they you know, dipped into the transfer portal, so forth and so on. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what type of scheme they run this year, because. What they what Nebraska saw last year isn't what everybody else saw. It's a it was a specialty game. Mm-hmm. They had the advantage from schematic standpoint because Didn't they were they were a new staff, yep. um, and then they were a veteran staff to, <clears throat> to be able to adjust if or when Nebraska made some adjustments.
2: The schedule today is is is, is as follows, and it's, and I'll say it as scheduled <laughs> uh, again with the weather. There's a thunderstorm in place, but uh, early up, Jeff Brown from Purdue. Uh, then in Brett Beal, Illinois, uh, Mel Tucker and the Spartans should roll in uh, at about uh, 10.30. Greg Sciano and the Rutgers uh, right around noon with James Franklin and the, the Nittany Lions. Close it out and run the ship, uh, you know, Ohio State. Uh, the Divas, the bell of the ball, the, uh, the Kings on top uh, will come and close the show. And it'll be interesting to play out. Again, we want to thank the folks uh, from Gary Michaels, Clothiers, for helping uh, make this trip happen. The folks from Ben Bliker, Professional Realty Group, as well. Jay Foreman, it. it we have to be honest because a reason why you want to be in the space is to kind of take the temperature of the room. And for everybody else, and folks, no matter how you feel about it, the, the, the reverb and the echo chamber and the vault that we're in is talking about Scott Frost. Like we have to be honest and say the the rest of the Big Ten yeah. media, they're offset a little by Scott Frost yesterday.
3: Yeah, a little, but you know, I would say this, man, and and um be you. Mm-hmm. Love your you know, love you know, be be who you are, you don't need to come here and change and that and that's the way he wants to operate, then he, you know, then so be it. Um you know, they were on a tight schedule, so I guess you know that can kinda of throw you off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, uh, and this is just from personal experience. I remember I had, uh, we were playing Buffalo, and I had uh, a couple penalties. One wasn't really a penalty, you know, because I didn't get fined for it. One was a legit penalty. I guess, you know, I got caught. You know, I was the second guy in a shoving match. Mm -hmm. But it affected the outcome of the game, or I thought it was. And I was really down in the dumps, and everybody was, you know, fire Jay Foreman, Jay Foreman, this, this, and Mm -hmm. this. But the one thing that my dad and my mom told me it was like you know negative publicity or any publicity is good and so they're talking about Scott Frost they're talking about Nebraska and um no granted it's probably you know obviously you want to be in a different light but they're mm-hmm. still talking about them mm-hmm. so the best thing that uh, eliminate any of the type type of negativity or whatever that people you know took as perception of yesterday is go about your business um Show up and, and and do all the talking with your pads. Um, you know, I'll choose to look at it as uh, and assume it's a it's a focus and want to get to work. He, I think he understands the magnitude of this game coming up. Um, you want to start your season off with a with a victory. You know, Northwestern isn't gonna let you beat him again, fifty six to seven. Both teams are essentially on the road um it's a business trip like they're trying to say you know um it's a stressful trip it's a odd trip there's a lot of things that can get in your way of being successful so and he knows that there's a lot of on the line now Could you, you know stayed up there maybe had to open his statement so so be it you know um i don't have a big problem with it because i'm not i'm not i'm not the coach you know i'm not his boss you know or whatever so I always try to look at it from somebody's perspective that he just wants to get ready for football and assume that was it. Now if that wasn't it, then that's you know that's, yeah. that's up for him but a different, uh, different conversation. Right. So I don't I mean I get it. I get it people it wasn't probably the I mean it bright wasn't the strategic the strategy-wise probably wasn't the best thing to do. Right. Is it going to have an outcome on the season? No way. Um and like I said, I'm just going to assume that he's focused and ready, for, get ready for a season.
2: Uh, I wanted to ask Nick uh, and Rico because fan, the fan appreciation was, was yesterday as well. Was, was last, Did last Rico
3: time. dress up in his Husker uniform and I get a couple autographs? I don't know. Because you know he fits the bill of like a –
2: Punt returner. Yeah. Yeah, like, like if Rico sat there, especially if he's got the high
3: fade cut. Yeah, he would fit right in.
2: If he's got the high fade cut. Now, yeah. after they saw Nick's 400 four, four, four – uh, they may put him in like as 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 a walk on practice it could be squads, like a fullback squats yeah Nick yeah. could be the picture of bring back the fullback
4: if i yeah. if i snuck onto the field and sat at the table with the running backs with the jersey on would anybody uh. notice
0: guys do you want thicker fuller hair do you desire lustrous luscious locks that you can run your fingers through
4: No, like if I talk to the running. Backs. Wear, as long as you didn't wear your glasses. Like if right. I talked to the running backs and I was like, "Hey, I'm going to sit here with you. Let's see how long it takes people to notice."
2: Yeah, I, I think that was it. I, I I think that would be fair, because the other players would treat you like you were one of them, which is a big thing. Yeah.
3: and all you gotta say, man, you know, I just I just qualified last week, man. I'm ready for
4: for camp. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your forty time, Rico? What's your forty? What's your 40-time? Do you want my old 40-time or do you want my possi- possible no. current 40-time? See, what, no, Rico,
2: what you do is you say your, your best. It's always your best. 4-5. or five. Yeah, see. It's oh, a, you fit
3: right in, Rico. Yeah, it's
2: your best. See, that you can say, you know, they'll ask you, uh, Rico, talk, uh, what's your 40? What's no, 4-5. 4-5 or, five. Four, four or five best? 4-5. or yeah.
4: five, I slipped at the start, so, you know, it's, it's okay.
2: You know, it's there. You know, now they would, you know, they'll ask the stats, you know, how tall. And uh, you know what your current weight is, but Rico, you know what, what would you say?
4: What's uh, weight, Rick. Rico? You five say, eight,
3: one eighty five. That's exactly what I'm talking about, Rico. That's Rico. That's what I'm talking about, right there. <laughs> Little J.K. Dobbins, right? Right, there.
2: like that's pretty spectacular. <laughs> that was that was that was. Uh, it. hey,
3: Rico, man. What, what was it? What was the vibe back at Nebraska about the? I don't know the press conference. What was up?
4: Um, the vibe back in Nebraska, really all I can go by is the, uh, the, the Twitter interactions from everybody. And, uh,
3: yeah, I did. I did see something, man. This dude did. Jeff Gambino said I didn't text a bit. Like, well, that's why, I, that's why I blocked you, bro. <laughs> right. Right. Like, did you, did you not understand why you get blocked? You because you tech, you DMing me the stupid questions. Like, bro, I don't have time to, I'm not, I don't even know you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: there is that line, isn't it? Have it, I met you before? Yeah, no. do there, I know you that no. line. So there, why do you keep asking me questions that I'm not going to answer for you?
2: Yeah, that, that there
4: is that line. Yeah, uh, no, it seemed to kind of split, the fan base kind of split um, between the lack of opening statement and, you know, whether they felt good about it or bad about it, you know, just one of those things. But for the most part, everything that the players said and everything Frost said in the side sessions, um, people are fired up. People are ready for the season. They want it to start tomorrow.
2: Well, I mean that's it, right? Because your yeah. record, you're you're, you're you're officially zero and zero. Like now you're, everybody's not, you're, you're not three Every, and nine. Yeah, it's, everybody's you're officially zero
3: and zero. Right. You you can go from three and nine to nine and three quickly, and everything that Nebraska has to do to flip that record. Let's just go from three and nine to nine and three, just because it's easy. You know to you know you know envision just, but the, everything that they need to do is all under their control. And that's the great thing about it. You know, if it was a talent deficit, if they didn't have a quarterback, if they didn't have uh, potentially viable running backs or depth at receiver or, you know, guys that can potentially, you know, step in. Now, the hard part is is directing everybody in that direction, everybody taking that direction, and then the guys that have the opportunity seize those opportunities. And I think, you know, if there ever was a year that, that, that uh, a guy can go from – Third on the depth chart coming in in the in the in the in the fall, to maybe not starting but splitting time. This is the year, um, and so if I'm a guy that say like a Jamari Butler, if I'm a Ernest Houseman, if I'm one of the multiple safeties that have been coming in through the transfer portal and a freshman, or a corner, or even a D tackle or offensive line. I mean any position. Um, I'm thinking about – I'm showing up to camp thinking I'm going to win a starting spot. And it's not only on offense or defense, special teams. And so everything that they can do to make this season a success, which, you know, somebody said 12-0, Scott, you know, 9-3 or whatever it is, whatever the benchmark is. Um, and my benchmark is in between 8 to – win 8 games to 10 is all under their control it's all tangible it starts today or whenever they start practicing um ideally it started a lot earlier than that you know obviously through the summer conditioning and pushing each other but you know on the field finishing every rep every rep, paying attention in every meeting pushing each other physically mentally mentally and spiritually attacking each other when you're on the pads but then also making sure you're taking care of each other um you know on the field you know we don't need you you know going in and cutting a receiver down by the knees or ankles in practice, you know, say that for the opponents. But being physical uh, is something that they have to embrace, you know, on a daily basis, even without pads. So, you know, things are things are great, you know, for them. You know, they're, they're on the same playing field as Ohio State. Ohio State, has. they're going to be saying the same thing. They got to get off to a better start. They got to get off to a start to when they play in their first big non-conference game, they don't go out there and lay an egg like they did against Oregon. Their defensive coordinator coming in with a lot of cachet and expectations because Ohio State always keeps the roster loaded offense, defense, and special teams. So your job is to come in with, quite frankly, probably the best offense in the nation, and still provide a legitimate, stalwart and in, in a physical, tough defense that can travel. That means you can play against Purdue in a, in a, in a you know, throw it around the, the, the grass game. You can line up against Michigan and Iowa and be physical. And then you're gonna to have to go and do it again, say in the Big Ten Championship, and then after that, you might have to play like a Clemson, Alabama, or whoever else comes out of there. So they're having different they have different obstacles in front of them or, or check marks that they gotta hit, even though they're they're not in Lincoln and Lincoln and the Huskers aren't in Columbus. Michigan State, they gotta get better on defense. Um, to where they're more Created more turnovers in offense. They have to get more explosive, more explosive on the outside. You lose the best running back in the nation, or one of them, that essentially calmed the the, 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 the rocky waters, and when you needed him, and he was explosive, home run hitter. Now you got to replace that, not maybe with one person, with two, but then with the production on the outside. So there's there's a, every team has question marks. Now some people have more ready answers than than others, but a lot of it's going to come down to you know, what happens uh, when you first get out there on the field. I mean, everybody's zero on zero, and that's not just a slogan. you got to go out there and earn anything, and that's the hard thing about the Big Ten, but that's the great thing about the Big Ten is that you got to go out there and earn everything. And, um, you know, you know, what was really interesting to me talking to different coaches, whether it was P.J. Fleck, Tom Allen. Um, I talked to Jim Harbaugh. I won't twice, one on the field, another one in another area where I won't, add on to Jim Harbaugh mystique quirk, and, yeah, and quirkiness and right. that. But, you know, it, it's funny when you just talk to him and I, you know, I played against Jim. Um, I know PJ from meeting him. And then also he he recruits a lot at my high school and he's obviously coached a couple of players that I trained. Um, these coaches and Tom Allen, I remember talking to Tom Allen about how he came <clears throat> came in and changed the culture really quick. They use assets, they use every asset that they can get a hold of to help them jumpstart their program or jumpstart their season or finish the season. Every asset. No, that's every asset from, uh, you know, people that are donors, advisors, consultants, um, you know, the little analysts or whatever, um, former players, media members. It's it's just interesting to talk about, um, you know, when I see Ryan day-to-day, I mean, obviously he's going to be, you know, here, there, and everywhere. But, um, you know, one of my good friends is, you know, he does – I think Bobby ended up being here, but – He's in the program. He's in the program, and he talks about – Bobby talks about what – his meetings with Ryan Day every week, you know, um, not every week, but it's quite often. So it'll be interesting to see how everybody moves. it would be interesting to see, you know, what Mel Tucker says um, this year because the spotlight's going to be on him. Uh, how can you potentially replicate or make last season legit by this team? It's a new team every year. Everybody has a new team.
2: Is that, so That that is a good jump off point. Um, and we'll get this and then we'll go to break. Is Mel Tucker's focus carrying forward the success? Or is it – is he restarting? Again?
3: Well, well, I mean, that's going to be – we'll see what he says. I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. I think the success from last year is going to help him reset. He can draw back on the tough times. Heck, you can draw back on the Nebraska game that, that he – had to dress down the coaches to understand that we cannot b- go through the whole season and not be able to move the back, move the football. Nebraska played great defense, but at the, ultimately and our the reason why I know this is because Tavars Tillman who I played with coached on his staff, he talked about that was a big turning point and they kinda
2: Well at, it, at some point you've got to learn who you are. Right. And, and embrace it. That's a moment. That's and find a moment.
3: Out, right. It's a defining moment. Yep. So, that's if you go to Nebraska, I wonder what's going to be their defining moment, whether in camp or whatever. I
2: think we're going to know pretty quickly. I really think we're going to. There's lots to talk about again live media days uh, here from Indianapolis. We'll, toward the break, we'll come back, uh, go up and down the schedule. Tyler Olson, we see you. Thank you uh, for your kind words. Uh, yeah, we're, we're proud to be here. Uh, bringing you uh, some behind-the-scenes conversations. Yeah. Uh, and that's a lot of what's happening. And, again, you've got a full schedule today. day. We'll go up and down the schedule, who's going to be here, players that are coming, coaches that are coming, and some of the conversations we want to have. We'll do that next on Old School.
1: You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and ticketfm.com.
0: Guys, do you want thicker?